this is the second segment on the message that we began, God's promises in times of crisis. This one is going to be God's promises when you are in sickness in your, in your life or when there is sickness in your midst, whether it's you, your family, or someone that you know. And we're going to see what God's Word has to say, the promises that are in God's words. And once again, going back to the previous message, God cares for us. He really does love us. He has made provision for us. But there is the issue of an act of our will in willing and wanting to believe and exercising that right of our will to believe that God is true. He is faithful. He is just. Believing that what God has said, he will also bring it to pass. It may not be the way we want it or when we want it, but God is faithful in accomplishing his purposes in our lives here upon this earth while we live on it. And we live in a fallen world. We live in a world that is up until right now, until the new heaven and earth comes, it is a world that has sickness and disease and it has death. But in the midst of all of that, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, for the purpose that he might redeem the people that are in this world. We're not of it, but we're in it. And because we are in it, we come into contact with the things that are in this world. And just like the scripture says that it rains on the just and the unjust, because we are of the world, then we are affected by many of these things. But God has not left us alone. We can go through these things, not in our own strength or ability, but go in his strength and his ability in us. So that when we're in the midst of the fire, when we're in the midst of the waters, uh, he will bring us across to the other side. We will come out victorious. In the end... Even though we may go through what we may go through, God does not abandon his own. He has only made provision for you to have victory in your life, and it doesn't matter in what area. So this is how we're going to begin. In the book of 3 John, in chapter 1, verse 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. Now, right off the bat, I want to... Uh, make this statement. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about prosperity as far as having wealth and riches. And No, I'm talking about an individual that serves God is able to prosper. That means have good success in the things that he or she does in this world in spite of its wickedness, in spite of its evil, in spite of the pain and the hurt and the death and disease and all the malice that exists and evil that exists in it, in spite of all of that, God wants to have a people that are separated unto him, a people that will be blessed and show the world that they are different and that God does, God does care for those who have made a choice to believe in his son. He cares for everyone in the sense that he sent his son, so that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but everyone would be able to have everlasting life. But not everybody wants to make that choice and decision. 
Not everybody wants to follow. Not everybody wants to leave the old life behind. Not everybody wants to take up the new life that has been provided for us. But God begins, as we start this message today, with, Beloved, I wish above all things. There is something about being in health. There is something about having your needs that are financial and physical and emotional and uh, in your home and in your marriage and, and all these are about being met that make you an instrument that is prepared and ready for God's work where you're having the victory in the midst of what you're going through and be able to accomplish His will. How can we accomplish His will if we don't have money to put gas in the car and go and fulfill the purposes for which He has called us? God wants our needs to be met. And in that, he says, according to his word in Philippians, that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. It's not according to the stock market, according to the finances, according to your bank account, according to uh, what you have, according to what education, according to what side of the tracks you were born on. But it is according to his riches and glory. He is the creator of the heavens and the earth. He is the owner of this planet and everything that is on it. Even though people put uh, a possessive uh, connotation to things, they say, this is my car, my house. In reality, the wood that was used to build that house is his. The metal that was used to build that car is his. All of these things are on loan they are not ours. Everything is His. Everything belongs to Him. And He wants us to be able to have a life and a body and a soul that prospers in all areas to be able to accomplish His will. But that doesn't mean that we will be exempt for what happens on this planet. Living on this planet that is a fallen planet that has all these things happening because we are in the planet, then we will be susceptible to the things that happen in it. But God has promised to be with us even unto the end and through the midst and in the things that we go through. So the scripture says this concerning healing, concerning health. Uh, in Matthew chapter 9 verse 35, And Jesus went about all the cities and the villages teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and disease, and every, and every disease among the people. So, if Jesus is the same yesterday, and today, and forever, if he does not change, if he is still the Son of God, if he still cares for us, if the price that, is, that he paid for us is still a price that is full and complete for our body, for our soul, for our spirit, for our entire being, then this applies to us today. In that Jesus still goes about healing every sickness and every disease among the people. If we are willing to believe and exercise our faith, Agree with what he has said in his word. Act upon that word. God is faithful to execute that word and fulfill it. For God pursues. God hastens to make sure that the word that has come out of his mouth is fulfilled. And that is what Jesus came to do. 
He bore our sicknesses. He bore our diseases. He bore our infirmities. He bore our pain. He took all of this upon himself that we might be able to be partakers of the healing, of the blessings, of the new life that he has provided for everyone who is willing to believe. The scripture says in the book of Luke chapter 6 verse 19, And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue out of him and healed them all. And it's the same today. If we are willing to touch the master with our prayers, with our supplications, with our heart and our hands stretched forth out unto him and saying, Son of David, have mercy on me, just as blind Bartimaeus and so many others. His mercies are new every day. And those mercies include healing, healing for our physical bodies. And he will be faithful and just. And if perchance someone does not get healed, that does not make him a liar. That does not make God unwilling. It just simply means that we don't know why. But there is an underlying reason. But God is willing to fulfill his word in our lives according as he has spoken it as he has inspired it to be written and according to how in the life of the believer that word is worked out through faith if we're willing to believe we have that scripture saying once again and the whole multitude sought to touch him for there went virtue out of him and healed them all and in the book of first uh, peter chapter 2 verse 24 it says who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed isaiah saw that by the stripes of jesus we are healed but Peter looks back at Jesus having been crucified, buried, and resurrected. And he's able to say, by his stripes, we were healed. So we have been, even though it does not seem evident in our physical bodies, to agree with what God has said and simply accept him at his word. Verses looking at our circumstances and our sicknesses with our physical eyes and with the physical pain and accepting that as the final word is to say that God is a liar and that God did not really mean what he said and he's not willing to do what he has promised. But God is not a man that he should lie. God will fulfill what he has spoken. If you will believe, to him that believeth all things are possible. Are you willing to believe? Will you believe? The scripture says in Psalm 103, verse 3, He forgives all your iniquities, and he also heals all your diseases. Notice that, not one disease, not some disease, not some particular uh, special diseases only, but all the diseases. When God identified himself to the nation of Israel, coming out of the uh, slavery and bondage that they had been in uh, Egypt for so many years, he represented himself and identified himself as Jehovah Rapha, 
I am your physician. If that is the nature and the character of God, to be a physician, then who's he going to be healing if he doesn't heal anymore? But because he is the same and he does not change, he still continues to heal people. Thank God for medicine and thank God for the medical profession and all that they can do. But they are limited. Just look at the, the, the virus today. They are limited in what they can do. But God is not. He can heal an entire nation in one instant like he did with the Israelites when he brought them up out of Egypt uh, according to the word of God in Psalm 107 and verse 19 and 20 when they, claim, when, they, when they called out unto him with all their heart. He sent his word while they were in the midst of their affliction and he healed them all. God is a good God. I cannot express it enough to say that God is good in spite of all the evil and in spite of all the pain and all the havoc that is taking place on this planet God is a good God and every good and perfect gift comes from him from above and there's no variableness of or shadow of turning in him he does not change neither does our Lord he forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. In Jeremiah 17, 14, it says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For thou art my praise. In Jeremiah 30, 17, For I will restore health unto thee. I will heal your wounds, saith the Lord. Because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. But now, if we seek after the Lord, he shall be found of you. This will now end here, and we will continue on the second part of the message. So if you'll stay tuned, and just uh, click on the button, and we'll continue with it, and wrap it up.